I was reading that, um, before you got here, I was reading the, the Steph Smith book, the doing content, right? Oh, sick. Yeah. I, li- I literally, uh, put that on my, uh, my iBooks yeah. uh, yesterday. Cause I was like, yep, got to get back into this one. So, it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's a really good resource for how to think about, yeah, starting to think about content yeah. and how to think about where to put it and how to get eyeballs on it, how to distribute it, which is a big thing. Yeah. I know you've talked about, you know, 50, 50 split between content and marketing yeah. and all of that stuff. But yeah, the big thing for me at least is getting started and yeah. how to build that habit, what to, what to write about. I have no idea what to write about. Well, I have some idea. I've thought about it a little bit. <laughs> I shouldn't say no idea, but, um, yeah, like just thinking about what it is that I want to share mm. and what's interesting to other people, mm. what am I motivated to create in what format, why am I doing the whole thing? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, from there, just figuring out a plan or at least a a short-term plan to get started mm. and yeah how would how would you recommend it like if you were mentoring me right yeah, yeah. if you're like king of the creators and you're like oh, wow yeah francis what, you what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> speaking to instagram royalty there you go. <laughs> we got a we got a g-list celebrity in the that's house that's right you know it <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So it's funny because you're saying all these things and it's shit that I always think about still. Mm. I'm just like, ah, uh, it's always evolving. That feeling never stops. It's almost like, okay, yeah, cool. I've got built the habit, but it's like also like, what else do I want to say? And like, but it's more so like, I think the thing to think about is what can you do that interests you first and foremost? Hmm thinking less about the audience necessarily to begin with and as you said just getting started that'd be my sort of biggest two cents in into sort of yeah what to do next is yeah on a small scale as well like you mentioned Mm. doing something small i'm all i'm way big into building habits and shit and one of the most or one of the most powerful sort of things is to think about it as like the tiny little domino just do something small like we're doing at the moment this is i feel i take this is what we're doing at the moment is our form of that first little domino hmm. we've got no real plan right now we're just chatting like <laughs> we've got no idea what we're doing at the moment but we're doing something in in the general like sphere of the inkling of ideas that we're looking to sort of mm-hmm. play with right but from your writing side of things yeah i think you've got to enjoy it first instead of like if you could Figure out, like, write for yourself even. Mm-hmm. Not even your younger self, yourself now. What do you like? There's things you want to remember as you read things. Oh, that's a good thing. Write that down. If you've got some thoughts around it, build that up. Because, I mean, even the Obsidian stuff, like Obsidian, for those that don't know, it's like an app. It's like a note-taking app, but it's not a note-taking app. Like, seeing note-taking app is like Apple Notes or Evernote or whatever. Obsidian's like a connected thinking kind of um app where you can connect notes together and blah, 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 blah. But anyway, that actually got me in more interested in writing in general. Mm. If we're thinking purely writing and like different ideas and sort of getting my thoughts down, that got me really interested because it's more like document, documenting or like, I guess, expanding on things that I've learned in my own words. So you're almost making like a mini Google of me in my words, with my understanding, with my sort of nuances and, and, uh, would you say that when you use, like, you know, you've been painting, drawing, yeah. all that stuff, how much do you enjoy that? Like even now, is yeah. it, is it, is it like, I can't wait to get this idea out of my head kind of stage or like how, what's the level of enjoyment? Yeah. That's an interesting one. I love it. Right. It mm. is cause I've been, I was doing this, not posting it anywhere to anyone. I'll be up until like one or two in the morning cause I'd just get stuck on a drawing because it was almost like a compulsion to like, yeah, just got to draw, got to paint, got to try and get better and blah, 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 blah. 
but it was very sporadic and few and far between like one week I would do it a lot, another week I wouldn't. Mm. And until I sort of started to not rely on my motivation or that feeling of enjoyment necessarily to get me started is when I started to sort of see a lot of progress just in the skill, not even like creating the content or mm. that kind of thing. So like, that's where I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out, cause I think one useful measure for figuring out what you're good at, or at least what you, you are uniquely good at finding the things that feel like play to you mm. that might feel like work to other people. Yes. And I've, I've been trying to figure out, okay, so you can find that thing, but then oftentimes that thing isn't something that you can consistently do or that you feel with the consistent motivation to do. Mm. So maybe, you know, when you're thinking about what it is that I should actually be doing, if I'm trying to share knowledge or create something like maybe a good way to think of maybe one way to think about it is like finding the things that you have in the past looked at at play mm. or things that have come up consistently over time as things that feel like play to you, even mm. if you're not, um, consistently able to do them for whatever reason, mm. but like you're talking about the drawing and you're mm. saying like, you know, that's, that's the type of thing where you're up until 1am, you're like in flow state, you know, you're yeah. like completely focused mm. and you just want to get it done. Like, there yeah. are, but then if I tried to do it, you know, I would be like, what am I like? <laughs> yeah, I can waste the time. It'll feel like, you know, <laughs> quick, I'm in quicksand or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah. even move. So like for me, that's, you know, that's why I know, okay, that's not for me, mm -hmm. but there are other things that maybe I feel that way in, like, you know, maybe researching little things or yeah. trying out new frameworks or like programming frameworks or reading about communication or like reading mm. books or something like that. There are things in that realm where it's felt like play to me. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't been consistent enough to yeah. find yeah, a way to turn that into content or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, there's a really book called The War of Art, right? And there's a, by Stephen Pressfield, and he talks about the, what does he call it? Uh, give, uh, something that stops you from doing it, the resistance. Mm. I think that's what he calls it. Something, but you get the idea when I say resistance. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds right. Is, uh, but he, he talks about, even if you love doing something, you already think, like, if you want to do something, you got to be a professional in it and being a like a professional doesn't rely on motivation. They get up, they sit down at their desk. He took, this is with him specifically in writing, mm -hmm. right? And, in, in, in his sort of, uh, profession, but he was like, you don't wait for motivation to strike. You don't wait for sort of like the happy feelings, the flow state to kick in. You almost, you show up regardless. And more often than not, it'll happen. Sometimes it doesn't. There are days personally, I just don't want to touch a pencil, uh, open Photoshop, nothing. But I say, okay, let's just start. Let's just do a little study. Let's just do a little sketch. And then for usually more often than not, it sort of kicks in. I'm like, huh, hmm, what if I try this thing? All right. And then six hours later, then I'm bloody in flow state and it's, yeah, it's all hungry dory. But I don't rely on that. I think that's, yeah, as it, the consistency thing is the, the key because the fear that there's no better feeling than momentum mm. and just being like thankful for your past self for just doing the little, like doing those little dominoes, you know what I mean? Like just doing the, the little things that slowly grew into the bigger things, well, not even bigger things, just keeping consistent with the shit. Like, you know, with training, right? Mm. Same, same deal, right? You feel shit when you don't do it. You feel better when you do it, but you don't always feel like doing it mm. on the day or whatever. So yeah, it's cause with, cause with you, like I always, like you're always playing around with a, a new framework mm. all right? and it's cool as shit. Like I love just doing that as well, but I feel like that's your version of me, like a, with like my drawings and stuff where you can just sort of like lose hours and days and sort of like going to bed is annoying because you're like, fuck, yeah. I've just gotten into this. Quite a good, just gotten into this could have been like eight hours just got into this, but it's like, it's just, yeah, where, where sleep and other commitments are, are an annoyance mm -hmm. to the flow that you're in. Right. And yeah, but I'm sure there's days I'm making an assumption, but I'm sure there's days that you don't feel like doing that. 
mm. or you just don't want to touch a computer. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe sure. not. Maybe, maybe. But there, there's days that you feel like doing it less than others. Like you might be more into content and like researching a, another particular topic um, rather than doing a, a JavaScript, JavaScript framework or you want to try and build something else rather than the thing that you've already started or whatever. Which is why I kind of want to figure out a way. The ultimate goal for me because I'm into tech, I'm, I'm into like just learning shit, but I'm into like coding as well. I love that. I love the drawing side of things, the art. Like how do we figure out how to sort of scratch the, all those itches mm. in one thing, right? That's the ultimate goal. Because mm -hmm. then you can just swap and change. Like this is why I'm starting the blog I'm, and I'm starting it from scratch, like coding it from scratch, well, quote unquote scratch. It's never really scratch nowadays because you've got frameworks and whatever, but it's like, um, that's a project that I'm working on to scratch that technical itch. Mm -hmm. We're building products together to scratch that technical itch. We're doing this to scratch the content creation and talking about business side of things. I'm doing the, the art stuff to scratch the art. So I'm trying to build a life around the things that I'm, instead of picking one, mm. see if, if there's a way, cause I've, I've talked to you about this before. Like if there's a way to connect the communication with the tech or this business stuff that we're talking about here, like the whole behind the scenes stuff, like mm. trying to connect them somehow. Cause that's bloody fun. When like I'm starting to now I'm bit, like, as I'm going with the blog, I'm starting to see my art on there and like my but also I'm writing about my thinking around it. And it's just like a really like, it's like old, it's like flow on steroid. When I get into it, it's just like, oh, this is just, a, it feels right. And it's just fun. But, uh, but yeah, there's days, there's like a week that I don't touch the blog because I just don't feel like it, but it's not a focus of like the keeping consistent on the blog. But if I decided that, then it would be like, all right, regardless if I feel like it or not, get up, crack open VS code and away you go sort of thing. So, hmm. but yeah. Whole ramble kind of doesn't matter how you feel, just do small things and keep consistent, kind of thing. Like, that's what, like, yeah. at, at a core level, that would be my advice. So, that's like, I guess, once you pick the thing, that's a way to kind of keep the motivation. Yeah. Or even before you, like, you've, I think picking the thing is the wrong way yeah. to think about it. Cause you don't pick the thing necessarily. Thing like it's you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next words that were going to come out of my mouth, but it sounded fucking wanky. <laughs> so I was like, no, no, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's like the whole small best thing, right? Mm. You just got like, even just keeping consistent with one thing and try it. It might not be the thing. It, it, it could be the thing that you want to do, but like, yeah, I think the lowest hanging fruit is how you're saying the thing that you would do that feels like play to begin with. And yeah, but it's yeah, I, th I think also you've got an advantage at the moment. Some people might not take this as an advantage, but you've got no real eyeballs on you at the moment. Yeah. And that's a fucking great. So like touch with like, I'm, I love where I'm at with the like followers and blah, blah, blah. But there is a real advantage to not having eyeballs on you, but you can try a whole bunch of shit. No one knows you're trying it, but you have a good gauge on like what you felt good about creating mm -hmm. and what you didn't. What, like if, if a bunch of people saw it, would you be embarrassed about it? Do, do you, are you compelled to actually show people it because you think there's value there? I think that's a good gauge as well. Like something I was thinking about last night, even with the posts that I'm putting out on Instagram is like, I know when it's a good one, usually before it becomes a good one, like statistic wise is because yeah. if I was like, yeah, if a bunch of people saw this, I'd be like, I could, I could put my name behind it. Like particularly like the sketch notes, like my explanations around things. Hmm. Um, yeah. So what have we got? We've got your, your technical side of things. When I say technical sort of like development, coding <laughs> frameworks, you got your communication. So understanding the psychology of communication people and then you've got this con like just content creation, which could sort of umbrella those two <laughs> somehow, right? You've got this stuff we're doing, which is like the behind the scenes of content creation. You're, you're into business as well and sort of building businesses and, um, 
So there's something, there's something yes. there. There's some, that's the annoying thing. Though. There's something there. Yeah. It's and like, it's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm trying to think about what's made me feel good in the past. Yeah. Definitely. I think teaching. Yes. That's definitely felt very rewarding when yeah. I've done it and just being able to help people learn something or move forward yeah. in their life. Because when you said that first blog post that you wrote, fantastic blog post, uh, if you haven't read it already, people that are listening to us, to <laughs> this, or like three of you, the francislee.net now, wow. I believe, is, uh, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, I'll PayPal you after. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, but you had people, you had someone reach out to you, which they yeah. didn't expect to reach out to Yeah, you. yeah, which really? is always a nice little thing. And yeah. Kind of make, it reminds you that. Your work can be beneficial for others, even if you feel like yeah. it wasn't good at all. Yeah. And that, and that person that reached out, it wasn't someone, it wasn't like a close friend or anything from what I remember. It was just like a sort of out of the blue, like, oh shit. All right. Yeah. Friend of a friend kind of. Yeah. Or friend, you know. Like they weren't obligated to say that, oh, this is good. No. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I don't know. I guess part of it is the belief of, you know, whether I can write. And I think I can write. It's just a matter of, can I put something out before I die? <laughs> like, given enough time, I can write. What is right, mate? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, but, but at the same time, you know, you can't really be putting out bad stuff out there because there's, there's just so much noise yeah. out in the internet. And um, really only the good stuff gets, but like bubbles up to the top. Mm. And that's what I was reading with a little bit with this doing content, right? Is, um, yeah. you know, quality trumps quantity mm -hmm. and you can, and I guess that goes back to getting in the habit of things. You can kind of build the habit of, let's say writing, if that's the thing that you choose to do, mm. but you don't have to publish everything. That's a very good point. So, yeah. you know, you can, you can write consistently to build that writing muscle or to get that practice, get your reps in, mm -hmm. but then only publish the ones that you feel are good. But then there's a question of how do I know something's good? Yeah, you got the you do the Gary V style of things. Just put out, <laughs> get on TikTok, fucking six posts a day. You don't know what quality is until you put a bunch of stuff out there. Well, there is some, there's a nugget of truth in that, but also, I think you know mm. what's good and what's not. But I think at a at a base level, I, maybe the way to frame it is like you know you know something isn't shit. But I don't think you necessarily know without putting it out there how valuable it is to a wide mm. group of people. You can also think of it if you go the route of just publishing a bunch of things and not, or sorry, uh, writing a bunch of things and not publishing them, going back through, like giving yourself a date to say, okay, I, ha I have to post one thing or like every two weeks or every three weeks or something, you have mm. to post one thing. Or an amalgamation of things you can go back and like edit. So you yeah. can like work on your editing skills. Say, okay, I like this part of this. I like this part of this. These two are kind of combined. There could be an idea between these ones. So it sort of like takes the pressure off of like, oh, I've got to post something. It's like that anxiety of like, oh, is it good? Is it not? Blah, 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 blah. But as I said, like you've got that, the benefit of like starting with, with no one watching yet. And there's a big yet because you stuff, I'll, I'll, I love that blog, first blog post. And I know you as a person. So just, you gotta be fine, but the yeah, taking that anxiety out of posting out in public and it's like, is it good enough? I think that's a good idea. Mm. Get into that habit. It's going to the gym. I don't post when I go to the gym. Like, I mean, there's no real analogy there. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but it's like, yeah, no one knows when I go to the gym. I just do it. Maybe, maybe you need Ben Amblin fitness. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Experiment. <laughs> but, but I think even like writing about these thoughts, don't. Yeah. It might, but again, you've got an idea of what you, what you want to write to your audience, but I think this is super, I guess this is why we're doing this now, right? Yeah. A bit of behind the scenes. Yeah. Is. Cause I want to write about this stuff cause this stuff is interesting. Like I don't necessarily just want to do art content. I want to be like, all right, this is again, that whole mix match of my different interests. This is sort of one portion of it. Mm. I'm like, cool, let's explore this and yeah, see what it turns into. But yeah, I reckon whatever consistency looks like to you, do that. 
mm. whatever the lowest sort of friction thing is. Yeah. I guess like I'm trying to think about you now as we talk about this, what are, what are the fears in my head that are holding me back? You know, like, yeah. cause we can, t- we can pontificate about all this stuff all day long, <laughs> but then yeah. in the day, you know, when I'm sitting in front of the computer, mm. there's nothing coming out. Yeah. <laughs> the machine's off. Yeah. So I guess like, you know, I guess, yeah. What are the fears? I guess a fear of wasting time. Yeah, it's probably probably one of the things feeling like it's going to go nowhere because yeah. it is you no know, you were posting you were getting traction but you weren't really gaining you know it doesn't turn into an income source again um, until much later yeah oh i guess depending on your growth but. yeah depending on also depending on the audience as well mm. like because i had no inkling of creating a product until i felt i was ready mm. so i was just prepared to not worry about the whole income side of things yes. with what I was doing, but there's no reason why you can't even as you're documenting this process, create a product as you're going mm. and then have that. Cause that's all, almost something I would have done sooner. I don't think I could have done it sooner, but if I could have, instead of doing the heavy lift of create the course, sort of like, okay, let's put, put ideas aside earlier and just start writing on them. Mm-hmm. writing ideas and bits and pieces and blah, 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 blah. So when you do decide to say, okay, this would be a good product. People are asking me about it. I've got all the content there and it's just sort of editing and it might take me half the time, a quarter of the time, mm. or it could be multiple different products that you can sort of, sort of put out all at once. The value is there. It might just be the distribution. It could be just turn it into a video or do more writing. I don't know. I don't even know what a product would look like in my, my realm though. Yeah. Whether it's a book or a course or I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. I guess one of the, one of the fears is that, yeah, it's just that it's going to, you're going to waste your time. It's going to go nowhere, which is just maybe something that you just have to get over or I have to get over. Yeah. I guess it's like, you don't know the, yeah, you just don't know it. Yeah. You really don't know. Cause I mean, I can only talk from my experience. How many like tutorial artists or just artists on Instagram are there? Like from a statistical point of view, artists that are better me, better than me, freaking shit tons of them posting consistently. All right. So if you looked at it from those, those pure and, and my thoughts then as well as like, no one's going it will be cool. I'm just doing it on the side kind of thing. And maybe that's what helped me keep consistent because I didn't have any expectations of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, what, what other fears have you got? So you got the fear of wasting time, which is a big one. Mm-hmm. It's like our opportunity cost. What else is there? Um, it's probably somewhat of a fear of putting yourself out there to be vulnerable. Yeah. So that's probably out there. I guess, yeah, I'm looking for more guarantees. Not that I can get it from anyone or anything, but like, <laughs> at least yeah. in my mind, yeah, that what I'm doing has a higher chance of success. Yeah. And maybe that's just one of those things where you have to have a bit of faith and a bit of, you can kind of trust the process. Yeah. Or maybe the there is a way. Is the process. Yeah. That's the thing. Cause yeah. I mean, one of the other things in this book is like figuring out what you're the top, like 1% in or like 0.01% in, right? Yeah. And then that's where, cause everyone has had their unique experiences and, you know, is good at certain things hmm. and, you know, you've, you've somehow cut through the noise to grow your following, mm. like you're saying, there are plenty of artists that are better than you, mm. plenty of artists that post more consistently than you, mm-hmm. plenty of artists with more followings than you, but you've been able to c- cut through, like, you know, from go from, grow from a hundred to hundred thousand. What is it about how you've approached it that has made that happen? What is it that you would say you're in the top 0.01% because you're not probably not the point zero top one point zero one percent of artists, mm-hmm. but there's some combination of things that you are that yeah. you are the point zero one percent of. It's a good question. I don't even know because that's why I was like that. That's something that I'm just trying to narrow down so I can amplify it mm. even even further. And that's why I was thinking about yourself with the technical side of communication. So like, there's something there that's like a combination of you, like Francis, that only people can get from Francis, mm. right? I think 
One of the things is I'm not af- afraid to, I'm not, it's not like I'm not afraid, like I'm some fucking hero, but it's like, I just, I'm not really holding much back in terms of what I'm sharing, like the information that I'm sharing. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people out there that will only give the same stuff over and over again, but I'm, I'm trying to put it through my lens the particular things that I found helpful in any particular session or sort of topic or whatever, and even to, and even talk about how I was feeling through the process because that's one thing that I I didn't actually see anyone doing was talking about the frustrations. Mm. Um, I don't think that any one of these things that I'm talking about here is, is, <laughs> sort of moved the needle by itself because mm. you could just have artists talk about how they feel about their paintings for a month of Sundays and no one gives a shit. Mm. But it's like I knew as a younger artist, again, younger being like a month, year, whatever, that these are the feelings that I was having, yeah. immense frustration, getting really annoyed at myself, having all these like just really like just anger at my abilities at that time. Yeah. And I thought, all right, well, look, I'm at a certain point now where I'm better than I was. If there's people like that, that are feeling that, I want to let them know that it's sort of okay. So that's one aspect to it. Another is I'll just share like, cool, there's this cool tip that I found in context of what I was doing that I literally just drew yesterday. So it's not like an overarching idea or a topic of like, this is how you draw a head or this is how you draw an art. This is like, cool, I drew this yesterday. And I actually found this really cool tip from this other artist that, uh, so it's kind of like curation a little bit as well. Like Mm. I'm not afraid to share my sources because I'm coming at it from the sense of, I'm experimenting, I'm using reference, it's, I'm not on my soapbox saying this is how to do it kind of thing. So I guess there's some of that, but also, I don't know, like there's other stuff as well. Like the stylization is kind of hot at the moment. So that was like a nice kind of coincidence that this, but I just happened to like that art style as well. So there's that, like it appeals to quite a large amount of people. That it, like, so you're a cr- curator, you are teaching, yeah, you're touching this stylized art, yeah, and you're you also have an understanding of the frustrations of an yeah. artist, yeah. And I like to go deeper a little bit as well with what I'm teaching, like the core fundamentals that cross all styles, like they cut mm. through all styles. They don't, it's not like, oh, this is how you draw these almond eyes mm. of an anime, whatever. It's like, yeah. the Ability to kind of cut down to the basics or to the fundamentals. Well, yeah, use the fundamentals and sort of bubble up through like, a, like how they, how the fundamentals can be used in anything. Mm. And that's what interests me anyway. So mm-hmm. just that cool thing is like, yeah, like going deep with stuff and then funneling that through my, my lens and say, okay, okay, if I want to do this stylized art, I've used these techniques that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years mm. to get the job done. And if you haven't heard about this, awesome. Go, go try it out. And if you want to dive deeper and sort of bomber shit, it's there as well, but I'm always going to put out the free content. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Even though I, I, was, I was listening to Daniel Vassallo. I was reading one of Daniel Fasalo's uh, posts or something, or, or where he was talking. It's actually in Gumroad because mm-hmm. he's like chief marketing officer or something at Gumroad. Yeah, like part time. Something, yeah. Because um, he's, he's paying some of their bloody wages, the amount of money he's made through Gumroad. He's, yeah, faking them a decent chunk of change. But he was saying, he was asking about the product side of things. If you can say about the product, like wasting time. The products come from the questions that people ask that you don't have enough capacity to answer mm. in the context of this social platform or the platform that you're currently on. So that's an argument for getting a lot of stuff out there to then be able to get the feedback, to then look at the patterns and then say, okay, well, this is a lot of information. I can't like, I'm answering the same thing over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Here's the ebook. Here's the video. Here's the course. Here's the whatever. That's another way to look at it as well. Like a, an argument for volume and getting it out there. But yeah, as you know, there's a 
freaking different ways of doing doing one thing. But yeah, you need to find that sort of Venn diagram for you. Yeah, it all fits in the motivation, the interest, the that top zero one percent. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What the, is the top point zero one percent? Because yeah. I'm definitely not the best programmer. Um, it could differ, <laughs> but I mean, that's coming from yeah. yeah okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a good programmer. I I think I'm one of the better programmers at talking to people. Mm. I know from my experience, one hundred percent. Yeah, and that, and then there's like the teaching aspect. So, and then I think understanding the kind of emotional and kind of mindset part of it. Mm. So there's like something in there, maybe mm. like maybe the, the technical audience or maybe like, cause I do want to scratch that technical itch, mm. but maybe that doesn't have to be in the, in this project, you know, like, mm. or maybe it's like you, maybe it's like, you, um, I do that in the creation of the blog where I just go mm. nuts and, you know, program it myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like at the end of the day, you know, why do we do this? One is, you know, because we want to earn money and mm. uh, live comfortably and all of that. Yeah. But the other part of it is that you want to, you know, you want to create some value in the world and you want to do something that's valuable mm -hmm. for people. You know, yeah. you want to like, create something that is yours, that is uniquely from you and that expresses you in some way. And then, you know, and then that other people find valuable. Yeah. So weird thing, right? I don't know how to describe that want to do that. It's just a, like put something out there. I've always wanted to put something out there, mm -hmm. but I never knew what. And I sort of just, but why do I want to put something out there? Yeah, there's, a, as you said, the business and monetary side of things, but it, that wasn't the first thing that came to mind. It was like, in, it was in the back of my mind. I wasn't like completely like, oh, you can make money from this. Yeah, I knew you could do that, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, you said like, it's, it's almost like a weird thing. Like when you're older. It's like, cool, yeah, I've got this library of my thoughts and mm. documentation that's public that, yeah, will live past me. Which sounds a little bit more grandiose than I think it, at least personally, that I mean it to be. Mm -hmm. It's just a cool thing, I think, to have, have something up there and have people, yeah, build on top of what you've, of, of your ideas. Mm-hmm. Or hate you for it and talk shit at you, which will happen. So <laughs> I saw you got a two star Gumroad review. Ben. Oh, fuck it! <laughs> One two star, but I think I think blessing in disguise it makes it look more legitimate. <laughs> now it's four point nine stars with forty reviews, <laughs> instead of the five stars. Because five stars is like, yeah, okay, paid for all those. I didn't pay for any of them. There was a two star that wasn't happy. I've got to contact them actually. Yeah, I want to know what was wrong. Do you get any feedback or? No, nah, because it's just stars. Oh, okay. So it's, no but, one's contacted you know me with it. Hey? You know who? I can, I can see who. I, I haven't looked at it. You know, oh. I, haven't, I haven't bothered yet. But what you can do is you can refund them and then get that rating removed. Oh. Yeah. Which I don't want to do because I'm like, okay, that's a legitimate opinion on it. And it was on it, uh, either one you weren't happy with I mean there's all sorts of things right could like, be anything you're a fucking asshole like there's that could be I've to those people on Instagram and if there was an opportunity to like just shit on something that I've done guarantee there's a couple of people that would have done it um or it's like it just was the complete opposite thing of what they were expecting I just targeted the wrong person mm. like someone that was expecting 3D modeling and like a ZBrush or like a full sculpting course mm -hmm. and then I crack open Photoshop and then what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Maybe someone wanted to get your brushes and then you didn't have the <laughs> download, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was finally, enough, yeah, I, get, I got a question about that this morning. Someone's like, Hey, I want to, I'm going to buy your thing. Does it come with the brushes? I'm like, brush, these brushes, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, no, that wasn't a. But I, I, I'm, I'm fond. I good to like some of the best products in the world get shipped with use every now and then. Oh, so. yeah. It just means you're getting bigger. Uh, there you go. That's <laughs> a nice way to, a nice way to frame it. Right. If you were just selling it to your mum, she would 
clearly give you. Yeah, and it'll just be one review. One and five star. Like, what the fuck? One five star. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> she gives you like a three. It's like, oh, it could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Give you five stars if you clean your room. There you go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I reckon personally, I just start walking in a direction, in the general direction of consistency. Mm. And I think a lot of this other stuff, even as we, because what we're talking about with this podcast as well, is this is kind of keeping us accountable in a way with our external, like my, my Instagram stuff and my experiment and business-wise with that and content-wise and mm. with yourself, like as you're sort of building your thing on the side as well, it's like a central place to keep us both accountable to one, do this thing because we're both interested in business and content creation, but also we've got to come back each week and have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So that could be a motivator as well. Like I'm going to try something with the carousel post next week. I'm going to think about talking about next week to see how it went and uh, start planning out a YouTube sort of strategy. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I might come with next week. You should, whatever you want to do, you should then come back and talk about that whether it's like i started just writing because even like with writers i was listening to a podcast with ali abdow um <laughs> he was talking to a writer i can't remember who he was but he was saying like yeah, yeah the, the, he's he's written like a shit ton of books and this guy and he's like yeah all that wake up in the morning you do 1500 words could be shit words could be great words doesn't matter do that for three months and then you've got just like a whole bunch of, like he was doing in the context of writing a book. Then you've got a whole bunch of content and it's just edited. Then you've got your outlines, you've got bits and pieces, you've got thoughts mm-hmm. and everything instead of like thinking, okay, now I've got to write this one thing perfectly, this one chapter perfectly. It's just like, no, 1500 words on a particular topic or whatever every day. <laughs> and yeah, you just build up a bunch of content that you can then utilize however you want. How do I think about the problem that the content that I create is solving. Cause like, what, what do you think the problem I would be solving with the content I create is at least in your vision for what I'm doing? It, it depends on the content that you're creating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's got in the communication sense, you say? Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I'm thinking about, you know, you read that frog post, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I like that kind of content. Yeah. You know, like, and things that make you, yeah, I was thinking about like, what's, what effect do I want the content to have on a person? Yeah. And I hate that I found this word, which is a very <laughs> common word, but it's like so loaded now, but you want the reader to feel empowered. Yes. <laughs> and which is, yeah, yeah, quite a loaded word now. <laughs> <to it>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, you want them to feel like they can move forward in their life they can take they feel take action like yeah. they can take action on something they feel like they have the knowledge to do something mm. more than they're doing now not so much inspired but empowered I yeah their their mental state before reading your post and after should be changed for the better mm. in a way like that, that's something as i've been researching youtube videos mm-hmm. um one thing like editors they strive for like good editors to say, okay, how this per- how has this person been changed? What was their mental state beforehand and afterwards? What do you want them to feel? And it's probably a good thing to be be thinking about. Because uh, I mean, we've talked about the whole like, okay, you're gonna have who are these people that you're trying to target? One, I'm not even sure that thinking about who you're trying to target necessarily is the right question, mm. right? Or 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 if the how are you trying to empower people with your writing is the right question at this stage. Um, but let's say we'll just go down that route. Who are these people? What jobs do they have? They probably have a nine to five or they're a freelancer potentially that they might be communicating with clients. Like this is where my mind goes with like the whole communication thing is like, who, who, who do they want to communicate with? Like if there was a problem necessarily that you're trying to solve is like, it's a communication problem. They've got shit communication, let's say. Mm-hmm. They've got a skill. Could be technical. Let's just say it's technical. Technical still, they're shit hot at it, but they're having trouble actually communicating. Then again, the question is, are we talking about person, like relationships communication? Or are we talking it, about it like negotiation? Like, with- I, think, I think when it comes down to what I was thinking about it earlier, and it's like basically just teaching people how to listen. Yeah. 
And, but it's a very broad, you know, yeah, that's a very broad topic to approach, but, but thinking about people, cause like the stuff that I've read has been empowering. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, what's an example of an empowering? Like I think about never split the difference. Yeah. yeah. That was, that's that felt like an empowering. <laughs> after I read that book, I feel like, wow, you know, I feel like I have the tools to mm. deal with certain situations in yeah. a better way than I had felt in the past. Mm. I felt like I could, I had something I could kind of try. Yeah. And I had kind of like a framework of how to think about things. But he's also like done the thing. Yeah. And he's sharing his experience. Mm. And that, uh, for me at least, and I'm pretty confident with a lot of people and maybe even yourself, the reason why I'm listening to him at all is because of his past experience. And that whole thing is like, he's a hostage negotiator. Like it always comes down to that. Like he's mm. used these tools in the field himself to save people's lives. It must be like, that's why I would actually spend the time to learn these things mm. at the core, like reptilian brain. That's where it goes to mm. the way he presents it and everything is really nice. And he's like, seems like a nice guy or whatever, but that's at least my mind. That's where it goes to. So how could you do something and then report it or like, cause we talked about this last week. That's a good way to sort of do the content is do the thing and then document it. Cause then it's like, no one can take that away from you. There's no like imposter syndrome. It's like not no imposter syndrome, but there's no question of like, these are the results. Mm. Take them or leave them. If you've got value out of it, awesome. And that's going to be down to how you present the thing and whatever, but where, like, is there something where you can put yourself in more situations? Cause you've, you've worked with the, um, suicide hotlines before there, that's something to talk on. That's like an easy one to just straight up. Here's my experience. Mm. And these are some of the key things that I've talked about, but then you're, you might think, okay, then what? Right. So it's like, do you, is it a external thing that you've got to push yourself into different situations? Mm. For content, <laughs> you know, like you got to do it for the content. I don't know. Like, is it? Yeah. But then again, then it comes down to the, the motivations behind your writing. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it comes down to values. Mm. Um, and, and then they, I want to be helping people move forward in their lives mm -hmm. in a way that is uniquely me. Mm. You know, whether that's because of my method delivery or whether it's because of what I'm interested in. Mm. What does move forward mean? Yeah, you just, when people feel stuck, you know, you feel stuck, you don't know what to do. You don't know, you know, you don't know whether to make choice A or choice B, yeah. but don't know whether to change your, change your career or like, you know, you just, like there's something from, stop, something stopping you from making progress in your life. Mm. I feel like. Yeah, there might be something there I can speak on in terms of if that, yeah, if that is to do with, you know, communication skills or, um, just not knowing enough or something. I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah. There has to be an aspect of like, I'm creating value in the world. I'm helping people become unstuck, um, helping people feel more comfortable in certain situations, um, feel empowered, you know, that kind mm. of thing. Like, but yeah, I know. So there's that kind of value side. I want to really be releasing good stuff, you know, mm. high quality stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. I think like just finding the thing that's uniquely me and then having an avenue to produce something which is high quality mm. in that realm. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you mentioned like a couple of things that could be topics for posts, mm. like four or five different posts that you can knock out or tinker with mm -hmm. in the next couple of weeks, huh? just to get, get cracking with it. Like that you can pull from your own, like, uh, your own experiences, mm -hmm. like talking to like, did you use any of these things or how did it help you with finding a partner mm -hmm. from a personal side of things? You could start, you could tap that vein, then you can say, okay, how does, how's it helped with communicating with Team dynamics, yeah. meeting new people, like you met Joe, Joe yesterday. Like it's, 
I think, yeah, pulling from your own experience is going to be the easiest. Mm. Instead of writing about a topic, an overarching topic, yeah. like, look, this is what happened to me in this particular situation. Here's the key things that I think mm. really helped. Because um, that's like, that's why I'm interested in it, is because like, mm. I feel like that's kind of been the main thing I've learned over the past X years, like how to be more comfortable in certain situations, mm. how to become unstuck in certain situations, how to just feel better about myself, you mm. know, in general. Um, and that, you know, make those kind of mindset shifts or whatever it is to like, yeah, be able to be more effective in the world or be, be more comfortable in the world. Yeah. And so I guess in that way, the audience can potentially be people like myself in the mm. past, yeah, okay. maybe, <laughs> which are like, you know, more technical people. People who are unnatural communicators, mm. people who are naturally, you know, charismatic, people who, um, yeah. And then I don't know where to go from there, but just, and I don't know what that content looks like, but maybe it's just a process of just making some stuff and then seeing where it goes. I personally think it's pull from your, your real life. Mm. You just start writing about it. Not even structuring it into a post or something that's even digestible, but just, yeah, do that whole every day, 1500 words. All right, what's a situation where communication is really helping? Yeah. I think maybe after a month, if you do like 1500 words a day for 30 days, that is a lot of words. <laughs> 45,000. Yeah. On experiences where communication's helped you, yeah. right? And that could be your goal just to get to the 30 days. Sit down and write. So it's like momentum. Because then you can, you might just from writing get a better idea of like, huh, these are some themes that have sort of kept coming up. Yeah. And this is a cool way of, that I tackled it where I got it from, say, never split the difference, but I used it in this scenario with my voice. Yeah. Right? Because it didn't quite feel right to use a script or blah, 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 blah. And then you can just talk about... You could wrap them in posts, clickbait the titles. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, as I listen to you, like, comes back to the fear of wasting time. You know? Like, yeah. That's the that's the biggest thing, I guess. It's like, I get because uh, you know that's where my mind keeps going back to. It's like, am I wasting time? But may maybe the way to think about it is that I'm, even if it's not monetary value, I'm creating. Yeah. I'm creating a library or like. An artifact which mm. is there well it could be there for you mm. as a reminder as well not mm. necessarily for other people but it's like cool make it if there's a way to make it super valuable for yourself so you've got all these things written down in context of you and your voice mm -hmm. with your examples it makes sense to you then at the very very least you've got something there to look back on and be like all right if you ever have difficult situations in the future or things you can always go back to where you how you're feeling how you tackle different situations <laughs> but in doing that, I think it's just inevitable that other people find value in it. Mm -hmm. But again, at the base level, yeah, it's not just like a going into the ether and not being used by anyone. It's a resource for yourself, which is how I'm thinking about the blog post and like all my stuff as well. Mm. So thinking about it more from the, you know, audience of one, that one person mm. is yourself. It's just easy that like, cause you just don't know. I think where you think. Personally, and I don't have any, any of the answers really. I'm just trying to figure this shit out myself, but I've got a hunch that where you think the content's going to take you, isn't going to take you there. It's going to take, it's going to like pivot somehow, mm. where it's like unexpected and you're like, huh, all right, but this is cool and I'm fine with it. And I'm going to go that way with it. All right. It's not just like how I thought well, it was going to go one way and it went another and it's going another again. Like with this whole business podcast and us chatting, like this is awesome. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying this and just talking about this kind of stuff. It's yeah, it's good fun. But I didn't think when I started a year ago, just sketching stuff that I, it would get to this point. It was just, it was. Were, were, you, were you thinking about audience at all? Were, were you thinking about? No. Like I, first and foremost, it was me wanting to get better at drawing and painting. Mm -hmm. That was. Matt, maybe not first and foremost, it was 
on par with the potential of other people seeing it, mm-hmm. right? So there was always that then. So if no one saw it, at the very least, I'm getting better and I'm building a habit around posting and it's almost like a game. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool, throw it out there and if people like it, that's cool. That's how I, at the base, base level, how I was thinking about it. Because I think if I was, say, writing on topics that I didn't know about or I didn't care about, it would feel like a waste of time if people, if that monetary side of things wasn't there or the follower game wasn't there immediately, right? It's sort of, you almost have to build in a, a foundation of just satisfaction for doing the thing in just because. Mm-hmm. So you can write out the inevitable slow start mm-hmm. to then get to the monetary side of things. Again, coming from just my experience you might blow up overnight, right? And it's just like, shit, what is the word, what is the word of it? Mm. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, it's interesting. I've not, not sort of framed it in that way, but it is, yeah. Which helps, again, with the motivation, with the consistency, because it always is like, ah, cool, it's just part of my day. It's like going to the gym. Because the gym isn't a waste of time because you get the health benefits and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But if it was just going to lift heavy shit just because it's lifting heavy shit, we wouldn't do it. So yeah, bolstering it with some value for yourself, regardless, I think is a good, good way, good way. And even, and even writing the stuff in that way as well, because mm. then it's almost, almost automatic value for someone. It's the audience of one and guaranteed from the thousand true fans way of thinking about it, there's a thousand people in the world like you that would pay you for you, what you've learned, right? Mm. Like. And even as we start building these products as well, that's something that you could write on and how communication helps with that or even just your process, like your process or just like an, something different, like a different outlet of writing. Mm-hmm. If you're stuck, what if, like write on technical stuff, why not? It's, it's for you. So it's, yeah, that's an interesting thing. How much of your, like. You say that in the beginning there was like, okay, so there was two things that one, the potential of people seeing it and then two, you were just doing because you, for yourself, essentially. Mm. Was there faith that uh, you would get growth? Like, or was it like, how did you, cause I think in the back of mind, you wanted, you know, you wanted some growth. Yeah. Well, my initial thing was like, okay, I've got no idea about the social media stuff. If it can eventually, because I started to, whenever I get into something, I start watching YouTube videos and reading mm-hmm. shit and before I even take any action, right? And I was okay, people are making decent money on social media and blah, 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 blah. I've got my day job, which is their company. Mm-hmm. That's my main focus. So regardless, I love doing that. So that's cool. And the... The drawing side, yeah, I didn't really need much faith because it was always something I was doing already, just not consistently. Mm. And it came back to that thing that, that value for me was the consistency of getting better. Mm-hmm. And it might be a thing for consistency of getting you just getting better at writing mm. for other things. All right. And that could be the base level. But I guess like, yeah, I, I just don't, because I was like, oh, cool. If this could like pay my internet bill, that'd be sick. Like it's worth like 80 bucks a month. I'm like, cool. Uh, That'd be a cool start. And maybe a few years down the track, I can try sort of do this as a little side hustle and figure it out and tinker with it mm-hmm. and sort of try different things and blah, 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 blah. But then it just fucking went nuts. And it's like, all right, well, it's accelerated probably five years faster than I thought it would, <laughs> <laughs> like to be perfectly honest. So it's just sort of the way it, way it turned out. But yeah, I guess there was a bit of faith, but it like... I wasn't betting on it working, put it that way, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. It, it wasn't like, oh, this is the thing. It was like, cool, this is a thing, a part of my life that I'd like to do. But yeah, it's a tough one. It's a balance. And it, probably day by day, it changes as well. Mm. I was like, fuck, I, I'm, I, I really want to figure out how to make money off of this thing. And then the other day, I was like, I'm just happy drawing. And, and posting it and sort of sharing my knowledge and blah, 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 blah. So yeah, it's a combination of all that sort of stuff. 
which I think yeah, then comes down to how into the act of writing about communication you're going to be. Because even like Gary Vee talks about it, like he said something interesting the other day, like if you're not a writer, don't write, don't do blog posts. Yeah. Or if you, if, if you don't like video, do writing. You might be a shit hot writer, but you hold in front of the camera. Like figuring out also the vehicle as well. Yeah. You might find that this is easier to communicate. Podcast might be the thing. And it might be easier to turn on a podcast and talk about a situation mm. and then maybe do a write-up after or just have it transcript, transcribed or something. And that might be your mode of getting your ideas out into the world. So there's something to think about in that, that way as well. Same information, just sort of different packaging. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I don't, I don't write for fun. Yeah. <laughs> not yet <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, not yet. I guess there's some faith that maybe in the future I will enjoy writing for fun. <laughs> But <laughs> that's the first step. <laughs> Try writing <laughs> consistently to see if you actually like it. But like when I think about how I consume things, like writing, I definitely consume writing the most. Mm. That's what I enjoy. Which is a positive because positive because then you would know what's good and what's not, at least to you. Mm. So that's so you've got a gauge of of what's good. And maybe it's a matter of getting to the momentum is collecting articles and things of people that have empowered you yeah. and see if there's a common thread, the way they write, uh, maybe get like analytical with it in that sense, yeah. the topic, the way they've written, the length, how they structure their things. And then that can, you can feed that back into your writing. So it's more of that kind of deep dive into understanding what, what good looks like in combination with just typing out 1500 words. like. No, the parallels there is me just getting references from other artists mm -hmm. that I like and trying to reverse engineer how they did things and why does it make me, like, why do I really like this image or this character or this way of rendering or something? That can actually kickstart a good session when I'm just not feeling like it. Just crack open Pinterest and be like, yeah, okay, character design, boom. Best character designer in the world. Looking at him, all right, yep, cool, I'm going to try that. Off we go. You could do that with with articles or, or even books or chapters or just segments of, of content that has sort of impacted your life. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it, to like decompose how writers write. Mm. Yeah, and why it appeals to me. Yeah, a lot of all different, right, different things to think about. Next week. I'm going to do another one of these because we're keeping consistent with this. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't worry about the money side of things. This is going to take off. We'll be fine. All right? Done. Podcast. But by next week, what do you want to have happen? Like what, what piece of content do you think is realistically viable? Not even piece of content, just consistent work on, on that area of your life. What do you want to have done by this time next week? You know, I would just like to have something produced that I'm proud of. Like okay. when it comes down to it. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. If I can have that done in a week, it would be good. Cool. So I don't days. know what it is, but. TikTok Francis. <laughs> 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 no, I reckon Luke. We'll end it on that note. But yeah, next, this time next week, at least get started, like started with something. Yeah. Some sort of writing is going to feel better than nothing. Mm. Even if it's wrong, even if it doesn't, isn't quote unquote good in your eyes, just something is going to be a thousand times better than nothing. All right. I think so. I think at least, but I'm not preaching. Just I think in my opinion, getting something going would be a good idea. That's mentor Ben's advice. There you go. Mentor yeah. Ben. All right. Wow. Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. Wow. <laughs> Do you feel empowered, Francis? Oh, I feel. You feel tired. I feel fucking tired. I feel tired. <laughs> the more I say empowered, the more I realize I don't like that word. <laughs> the more I hear it. It's like, oh. Actionable things I've, like, get me quote unquote empowered. So yeah. Like something that's, I can sink my teeth into and actually do yeah. after I've read, after I've read or consumed something. Mm. Yeah, maybe we've got to make up a word. 
that's not empowered. It's like an anti-wanky word. Yeah. Place. I hate cr- the word creator. I hate fucking influencer. I hate that sort of shit. Yeah. So we need our own terminology. We do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what we create, like a new dictionary. There you go. There's your <laughs> first ebook. <laughs> How to communicate <laughs> with better words in the internet age. Anyway. All right. Next week, you'll have something done. All right. Sounds good. You yeah. didn't say that. I'm saying that. And uh, I'll have some stuff done on my end with uh, content and getting a YouTube channel all sorted and mm-hmm. content ideas and plan and yeah, we'll share our findings. All right. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Catch ya. See ya.